Get up with Mitchell and Michael. On Hit 96.1. Good morning, everybody. My name is Mitchell and this is Michael Ross. Good morning, everyone. And welcome to the Mitchell and Michael show. We have the Blue Powerade, the radio industry, here to pick you up after a big weekend. And also, what flavour is that? What blue. is blue? It's a uh, cure of hangover. Like, what flavour is hair of dog? No one knows. But blue powerhead. Uh, oh, it's your dog. <laughs> <laughs> hey, coming up in 10 minutes' time, I think you know what I want, and I just want you to give it to me. No questions asked. Just let me have this. Yeah. Just let it slide, because it's important that you celebrate every chance you get. Cool. I have no idea what you're talking about, but I mean, just 100%. Let, just let me have it. Let me have it. But... Up next, Michael Ross. For many, many, many years, nearly half a decade, you've been trying to fool the listeners into believing that I am not six foot. Uh, it is the most egregious lie you've ever said. But up next, I have proof. We've put it to bed. It's it, it's written in stone. I am now officially six foot. No debate. It's law. <laughs> it's the law. That's next. You know these exploit wide. 6.05 now, coming up after 7 o'clock this morning. Uh, we love highlighting just uh, some classic local ads, uh, thanks to the uh, the Channel 8 ads on Facebook. It's a great site. Uh, it's good to reminisce. And I found the best one, just the best local ad ever, and it's all thanks to a presenter who I still hope lives in the region because I want to meet this man. More on that after 7 o'clock this morning. Ah, but Michael Ross, for the longest time, you have just been saying blasphemy to all the listeners. You have been lying to them. You've been trying to manipulate them with propaganda, saying such things as Mitchell Chinley, I... I'm not six foot, and it is the biggest. It is the biggest lie in the history. I am six foot on the dot. We had an official height, weight, body test, and you came in at about five ten and a half. At what point did it even have a measuring? It didn't. It had one of those things where you like hold the bars and it guesses, and it was like, "Well, I guess you're five <laughs> ten, and it's like you got it wrong. It got it wrong. Look, I'm just going to say it was at a gym and that piece of equipment is no longer there. They were renting that piece of equipment. If it was reliable, they would have bought it. Huh? Yeah, that's right. Pipe down. But I'm officially in law now. Yeah. Six foot, so we can put it to bed. What do you mean in law? Because on Friday, I had to uh, transfer my car over. I bought a car and uh, a beautiful 2005 Alfa Romeo, uh, fancy, yet so, so cheap. And I had to transfer that over because I had 15 days to do so, and it was the 14th day. You know how I roll. Live life on the edge. Okay? And I had to change it over. Right. And then as I was changing it over, the lady, of course, said, can I see your current driver's license? I said, oh, of no. course you can. And I slid her over the Western Australian driver's license I've had for two years, seven months. And she said, oh, no. Oh, no. You're actually supposed to change this over after three months. And I went, oh, oh, oh my, whoopsie. I did not know that. I did. Uh, and she said, oh, that's okay. I'll just, uh, I'll just fix that for you. We'll change that over. Which is delightful, is it not? Because everyone thought I'd get fined, and I didn't, because all you have to do is play dumb, and I play <laughs> it really well. <laughs> You're not playing. <laughs> Method acting. And then, so I changed, I changed it over, right? She had to get a few details. Yes, of course. So she's like, what color are your eyes? Which is weird, because she was staring right at me. 
And I was like, I don't know, Pooh Brown. And then she had they to are. say, like, <laughs> and then she had to ask a few other questions. And she asked me a very important question, which takes me full circle into this topic. She said, how tall are you? And I said, well, obviously. <laughs> obviously. I'm 183. Six foot. <laughs> she said, cool. So in. they didn't measure you. It is in my official, it is in my official driver's license now in the South Australia. Look, I might give you this. Yeah. In Western Australia, <laughs> I might be five foot ten. But in six foot, uh, in South Australia, I'm officially six foot. So not only compensating for something else with the card, now you're compensating for height. <laughs> 26.1, it's 6.19. Head into Subway for the ultimate cheesy garlic bread sub. It's back. You know what else is back? That's right. Just let me have this. It's gross. <laughs> don't. don't <clears throat> You've got to let me celebrate this, all right? I've got the victory jacket back on. I've got my Carlton song playing. Carlton's won two games in a row. I didn't come with it last week because one win doesn't mean much. You know, I've been through that before. I've been through that heartache. It does to your club. <laughs> but two, two in a row for my boys, the Blues, has just changed my life. Has changed 2020. Yes, yes, mate. AFL, I get it. Look, but here's the thing, right? Your team, notoriously, has sucks for like two decades. Okay? Like really bad. Like two wins. I think it's matched their all-time in the last two decades. Okay? Really bad. However, have you noticed that other crap teams are doing well? This is the year. And the other good teams... Have you ever maybe thought to yourself, I don't want to bring the blues on you, yeah. uh, but potentially have you thought that maybe they're just taking the year off? Hey, and if they want to, if they want to drop their bundle, then these are the moments that we strike. Because it doesn't like really count. Twenty twenty, Gold Coast versus Carlton. That's the that's the grand final. That's where we're headed. So now, like wooden spoons are attractive. See, that's the thing now. <laughs> We finally need some cups to go with the spoons. I <laughs> nice, good one. Uh, but no, it has been. Look, I'm I'm kind of happy for you. Damn right, <laughs> everyone's happy. The pity, the pity that my Carlton gets from commentators oh. is immense. Every game this year, mm. I feel like they've been barracking for us. It's re- It's like the least professional. Commentating that I've ever heard, but Everyone they're like, is. "Come on, guys!" It'd be like let's watching. Do it. It'd be watching like me watching uh, doing a English talking. <laughs> <laughs> nah, it'd be like me doing. I was gonna say it'd be Come like. On, mate. Come I was, on, you can do it. I was gonna say it'd be like watching me do a year seven Naplan test, and I've just proven it. <laughs> Come on, mate, you can do it. You can make a sentence. Look, for legal purposes, I now have to uh, open up the phone lines or thirty twelve sixteen. Uh, celebrate a celebrate a win this morning. Doesn't have to be sport related win. Could be over anything as. But I just want it to the whatever you compare the same level as Carlton winning. So if you're like, okay, Carlton won my little win this weekend was, I got six hours sleep. <laughs> like, oh, okay. however you perceive Carlton, that level of win to you. <laughs> Give us a call, thirty twelve sixteen. Twenty six point one. It's six. 24 now, we're asking on 3012-16 to celebrate any little wins you had this weekend, but it had to be on par with 
Carlton winning. The AFL football team. Yes. Not everyone knows who the, that horrendous... The suburb of Melbourne winning. Yes, come on, mate. You know... Yes, the Carlton Blues from the AFL. We're in South Australia. We're not in New South Wales or Queensland where they'd be like, what's that? Everyone knows no, footy teams. not everyone knows. Everyone oh, knows. No, not everyone cares, mate. Exactly. See, no one called because I said you had to have a win on par with Carlton winning and no one... And no, one... no one has won the lottery. <laughs> that's on par for me, but on par for a normal person, that's a very low win. No one had run into Delta Goodrum on the street. She asked them out <laughs> and then they turned her down. No one has had that. <laughs> We're just fucking weather on the way. Get on up. Get up with Mitchell and Michael on Hit 96.1. 96.1. now. Coming up after 8 o'clock this morning. Is it a good? What's a good reason for rescheduling? Because uh, I reckon, uh, in case you got a date that's hotter. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, basically, I felt that I had a hotter date, so I rescheduled. More of that after eight o'clock this morning. Ah, uh, But we have been here two years, seven months, fourteen days, twenty-three hours, thirteen minutes. And Magaros, <laughs> I have. Uh, not done this thing, and I can't believe it took me so long to do. Okay? Yeah. On the weekend, on Saturday, I like to get out and support local businesses. That's great. Okay? It does not matter how far you are, but, you know, you kind of must be in the, the local boundary. Uh, I went to a place I've never been in my life. Everyone will remember on this show last Thursday, I went to the South Aussie for the first time. It was great. It was really weird because it's such an iconic place, and it was just the first time I'd ever been there. On Saturday, I went to Rocks Tavern. The Rocks. Carpenter Rocks. <laughs> now, I'm going to tell you a story. I'm going to give you a review, yes. Michael Ross, of my experience at the Rocks Tavern. And you might be thinking, how many times did you get robbed? Because that's what people kept saying to me. And it's not true. It is, <laughs> yeah, I don't... It is not true. People it, do say I that. I need to just like let everyone know, Okay. It didn't happen to me. It was a lovely venue. It was amazing. But everyone always says that, like, oh, be careful. No, beautiful place. Let me tell you why. Michael Ross, you are a man that loves to find value. I love value. It was the greatest display of food I've ever seen in my life, okay? It was as if you went to a buffet and you were trying to impress your mates. Oh, load up. Yeah. Stack it up. Mate, the chicken. Let me tell you, I had the snitty. Okay, let me tell you, I don't know if that was a chicken or an emu. That was the <laughs> biggest piece of meat I've ever seen in my life. Okay? The chips. Mate, it is like they robbed, maybe they did rob, <laughs> a potato farmer. Okay? And they took the entire 20 bag of potatoes, cut it up for me, deep fried them, threw them on my plate. My only complaint yeah. was that there was too many chips. There was too many. There was too many chips. So all the boys made fun of me that I could not finish my food. Did they, so they all finished theirs? No. This no? is the thing. And I was with some eaters. Mate, I'm not done. On my plate, there was a salad like it was from the Garden of Eden. Okay? <laughs> it was so large. I was stuck in the forest. I thought I was in the Amazon. Okay? That's how much lettuce was there. It was insane. It was so much green. You know how you can be too close to the trees? And you can't see the forest. That is what it felt like. <laughs> Not only that, Michael Ross, they had both a mix of mashed potatoes and potato salad in the same thing. It was amazing. <laughs> what? I felt like I was in uh, the, the Himalayas. I thought I was up Kilima- Mount Kilimanjaro. I, it was, it it was, was piled was, that high. It was uh, so large. Michael Ross, I'm not done. Did I order the schnitty or did I order the pasta? Because the side noodle salad. 
was both a kid's dream. I thought I was stuck in one of them play centres. That's how soft and spongy the noodles were. The sauce was delightful. My plate was too small. I said, sir, <laughs> is this a regular, regulated size dinner plate? They said, oh, but it is. If anything, it's a little bit larger. I said, but my food is overflowing. Oh, bountiful. Oh, it I think was, I know what might be happening. It was the greatest meal. Look, I don't care. Okay? I don't care who advertised with us. I don't care. <laughs> I don't care. It was the greatest experience I've ever had in my life. How much did you eat? Don't get me wrong. I thought I was going to get robbed there. Okay? So, even. <laughs> Why? Even. No, because people say that. But it's not true. It's not. It's not true. It was the most wonderful time I've ever had in my life. And to top it all off, the man that took me there, he was a friend, uh, paid for it. So, I didn't have to pay for it either. <laughs> so, that was great as well. That's my kind of night. <laughs> Get up with Mitchell and Michael on Hit 96.1. 96.1, it's 6.51, and one of our favourite childhood memories uh, might be might be now wrong, yeah. Mitch. How many Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles are there? Four. No. What? <laughs> so that was your mind being blown. <laughs> there we go. Oh, there we go. <laughs> it's not four. Try again. Have a little think. Have a little think about. Oh, it. is is uh, Master Splinter one? So five. No, he doesn't. He doesn't. So you got uh, Donatello. Yep. Michelangelo. Raphael. Yep. And Michael. Leonardo. <laughs> <laughs> Leonardo. <laughs> Did you forget? Why Leonardo? did I say Mikey? <laughs> Why am I thinking Mikey? Because so that's what they call Michelangelo. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so four. So there's yeah, there's originally four, but there are currently. Oh no! Are you telling me that it's like actual life, like where there was a there was a hundreds <laughs> thousands of turtles, but they didn't all make it to sea. <laughs> <laughs> there are currently five, possibly six. What Ninja Turtles? What? Okay, okay. So there's a there's a there's a woman Ninja Turtle. Called, I think they're just called Ninja Turtles, man. <laughs> no, she no, because the thing was, she was a woman. Okay, so she it's was not anymore. She was a person who turned into a Ninja Turtle, whereas they were a turtle that turned into Ninja Turtles. But she was a person. That she turned... was a person and had a blood transfusion with Leonardo and became a Ninja Turtle. How did that even happen? Her name was Jenica. Jenica. <laughs> yeah, her name was Jenica. Do you remember there was a the live action movies which were huge, of course, yeah. but then there was a live action TV show. Yeah. And there was a fifth Ninja Turtle in the TV show as well. Yeah. Her name was Venus. Yeah. If you remember. And she is apparently uh the like the most hated Ninja Turtle. Venus. And, and the creators refuse to have her ever spoken about again. Really? They they oh, had Oh, was she in the movie? <laughs> she appeared in the, in the in the live action show that came from the movie. So Telling me, yeah, there were six Ninja Turtles. The diversity was already off, four to two, <laughs> and the creator went, "Nah, too many women. <laughs> <laughs> we can't have that one anymore." But there you go. You thought it was four. It's currently five turtles and also like a dog. I tell you what, mate, <laughs> I am shell shocked. <laughs> He's not working hard. You know, yeah, right. Picture that. Six point one. It's seven oh nine. We'll keep you up to date on the restrictions that are lifting this morning after 8 o'clock. But Mitch, memories are good times. Yes. But sometimes your brain doesn't always work and you need things to tell you about memories. Yes, correct. <laughs> Indeed. Now, one of us want to ask people, I'm saying, because what mementos they've taken, because I have a friend, an old guy, uh, that uh, 
has a piece of, uh, I would say, like the, the law, the law floor in the his house. He's, uh, he's a man that spent uh, many a time, uh, let's say, being, being judged. Being, okay. Yeah. Done some stuff. <laughs> and they went, yeah, you can't do that. Yep. Here's either your, here's either your warning or your punishment. <laughs> So, are you suggesting this man has a piece of his bedroom? <laughs> it was his bedroom for a time? Uh, no. No? Uh, the, bit, the waiting room. Okay. Uh, it's a man that had uh, <laughs> been to court a few times, and apparently, in the old Gambia, there used to be... Uh, now, I don't know if this is relatable or not, because I don't know how many people have been to court, <laughs> uh, but apparently there was like some carpet that went... Essentially, like it was oddly shaped, oddly colored carpet that went from essentially like the floor up the wall, and uh, just probably not the prettiest carpet, hence why they got new carpet. Now, me, I've never been to court in Mount Gambia, and and I don't, so I don't know. But uh, apparently, when it got changed, old mate uh, got a, a memento from said place he spent a lot of time. He got a piece of the carpet, which it now... Carpet court. (laughs) (laughs) No, not the business. (laughs) That's where it came from. Uh, That's now where it uh, resides uh, in his house, I guess, as a little memento. I can only imagine... Yeah. Every time he steps on that, he reminds himself to be a better person. Oh, I never want to go back there. You know, I can only imagine. Maybe you're assuming. Stop assuming. Maybe he was a lawyer... Who had a lot of clients. Yes. Sorry, how uh, dare I? So, 13, 12, 16. He, he is a busy. He's not. I mean, he could be. You never know. Uh, what memento do you have? Have you taken something from somewhere? It could just be a pen from the office. I remember taking something from the, the gym that I got uh, okay. uh, asked to no longer take shifts at anymore. And, like, I, uh, I stole the rubber handlebar off of, like, the exercise bike. <laughs> Why? Just because, like, now they don't have it. And do you know how hard so that was? So that was a petty memento. Yeah. But, like, I still have it to this day. To remember not to be petty. 3216, what memento did you take from somewhere? 26.1, it's 7.15. 13.12.16, we were asking, what memento have you taken? When I went, Mitch, to the MCG... Uh, I did like the the ground tour, and when we got to stand like near the grass, near the pitch of the MCG, you did not. No, this was the thing they specifically told us not to. Oh, they said people constantly take clumps of grass from the MCG, and so like we're watching you. Please don't do it because we had the part where they take you, which is near one of the goals. Yeah. They're like once this was just like you could clearly see this chunk. Had been taken out from behind the goals. Because everybody would take little bits and put them like in little glass bottles and stuff as mementos. So you didn't take anything? I didn't take anything, no. Scared. Because I'm a good boy. I'm a very good boy, unlike someone. Nah, but... What'd you take? What'd you take from that, Jim, mate? Oh, the, like, rubber handlebar. But it's just like, it was just to inconvenience them. Like, it's of no value. But it was just it's like, it was like to get back at them, to be like, where are you going to find that? That's going to be an inconvenience. And for what value? Nothing. It just looks silly with no handlebar. Yeah, it's pretty petty. <laughs> <laughs> you can also send us a message at hit on the 6.1 Limestone Coast on Facebook. Up next, 
I need to find the man in this amazing Carlin and Gazard ad because I love him. I think he's the I think he's the best thing the Leipzig Coast has ever given me, and I hope he's still here. That's next. Get on up. Get up with Mitchell and Michael on Hit ninety six point one. Ninety six point one. Seven twenty three. The Offspring. Spare me the details. What's that song about? Uh, it's about not telling when you don't need to. Oh, okay. okay, but you do need to tell me this. I do need the details. Who is this man in this Carlin and Gazard ad? Now, if you go onto Facebook, you can find Channel Eight commercials, which is run by a good friend of the show Andy. Uh, he has found an absolute gem of an ad here. Okay, because I want to find this man because it's the best Channel Eight ad that I've ever seen. Do you remember uh, this one, Limestone Coasters? Hello, it's me again with some more great specials, but this time I'm at Carland, C&G's Carland, and they've got Ford lasers, seven of these. This one's the Gear, which is the posh model. So he's a British guy, and he's yeah. like, hi, it's me. Hello, you. Who are you? I need to find you. I need more of you in my life, because the ad is then followed up by an even better one. But let me tell you about this Commodore first. It's a 93 under 50 Ks, and look at this. That's how you get in, where I come from. We used to use a brick. <laughs> <laughs> so it's got, it's got central locking. It's got remote access. <laughs> we used to use a brick. <laughs> he's an absolute gem of a guy. I don't even think he's an actor. I think he's just this really charismatic British guy yeah. that used to live in the region. Yeah. And Cullen Kazard, if you haven't seen Mitch, uh, because we're not locals, we wouldn't remember these ads yeah. live in the moment, but they were famous for driving cars around on, like, two wheels in their yeah. ad. Yeah. And so he has a crack. Right, where's that car? Let's get on those two wheels. Here we go. No, hang on a minute. No, hang on. I'll get it. No, look out. Out the way. Out the way. Yeah, I've got it now. I've got it. Oh, no, I haven't got it now. He's just an absolute gem. 3216 or send us a message. Who is this beautiful British man from the CNG ads? I want to find him. I just want to, I just want to meet him. It's particularly the brick one that I like so much. But if you do know who this is, please do get in contact because we love finding the legends of the Limestone Coast. You know the old risky game we play when we do this. <laughs> it is a risk. Look. It, it's a risk. Is he? Because we have had in the past that some people have not still been with us, but I'm willing to take that risk. You must really want to find it because it is always a big risk because it just ends up with me and you going, oh. 6.1. Get on up. Get up with Mitchell and Michael on Hit 96.1. Hit 96.1, it's 7.41. Now, after 8 o'clock this morning, I rescheduled with some friends this weekend and I just need to check if my excuse... For rescheduling is valid. Mm-hmm. Okay, you get to be the judge after eight o'clock this morning. But you know what? We went out. We we ended up going out last night. Maybe we should have waited. Maybe we should have just waited one more day because restrictions are lifting here in South Australia. Totally forgot. As of today, June twenty nine, the one person four square to meet, square meter rule is relaxed. You have now one person. Per two square meters, which is what a hula hoop, essentially. Yeah, it's sort of one by one. So, yeah, about a hula hoop's distance. So it basically doubles the capacity for everyone. There's no limit on your capacity. It just depends on how much space you have. And you'll be you'll be chuffed about this one, mate. Huh? 
not only are food courts reopening, which is very nice to do. Dance venues, also known as nightclubs. <laughs> oh, 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 are they back? <laughs> They're back. You can now officially reopen the nightclubs. Really? Why on a Monday? Well, <laughs> they're trying to make it like the new night to hit the town. Why wouldn't they just... Oh, come on. <laughs> well, I'm guessing, I'm guessing they put it out Monday. So Shadows now have four days to get ready for that big Friday night, that big Saturday. It's right. going to go off. You have no idea. I, 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 I literally have, I have no idea. I have never been to Shadows. <laughs> have you ever been to a nightclub? Uh, not, not, I don't think a nightclub. I've been to, like... How old are you? Bars and things like that, but not a nightclub. I'm 26, 26 years old. I've never been to a specifically a nightclub. But what are you? I'm a nerd. No. What, what are you, deep down, with your wife? Happy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 26.1, it's 8.05. Coming up after 8.30, we'll check in with the boys, Hamish and George, who are walking from Adelaide to the Blue Lake to raise money for a great cause. I'm going to see, have they hit the mountain yet? Whereabouts are they? Maybe they're in Millicent? Because they, they think they're going to make it by midday today to the Blue Lake. It's been a, it's been a hell of a walk for them, and they're doing great stuff. But, Mitch, I want to I test now if maybe you have synesthesia. Okay, so synesthesia is joined perception. So when you see letters or numbers, they bring colours to mind. So my wife's friend has this, uh, it's a condition? It's not really a condition, it's just just an asset of some people's brain. Mary J. Blige, who you might hear on the Hit Network, she has synesthesia as well. Yeah. And so Wednesday, the word Wednesday makes my wife's friend think of the colour yellow. Why? It is a joint perception. That is what her brain does in order to, rem- like, in order to perhaps remember the words or numbers. It has applied a color to it, like green meaning go. Kind of like, and it will bring about some emotions as well. Like she said, she doesn't like cold words. So words that her brain sees as like blue or colder colors, freezing. Some of those she doesn't like. It doesn't have to be a cold word like cold or freezing. It could be the word, the word hot could be blue, and therefore that's a cold word in her brain. Okay. So the way that we test this is that I'm going to give you, I'm going to give you numbers, and you're going to tell me what colour you perceive. Okay. And then we put these answers away, and in like a week or so, we test again. And if you get the same exact answer, yeah. then you have it. Okay. Because that it will always be associated with that colour. Yep. Okay, so numbers between zero and nine. Here we go. Uh, seven, what are you thinking? Wait, am I saying a colour? You say a colour. Seven. Orange. Four. Green. Eight. Black. One. White. Two. Boo. So brown. Okay, so let's go with that. So we had seven, four, eight, one. Actually, can you change two from brown to blue? Because it actually was blue. It was, was it? Yeah, but it just, I was, did a rhyme in my head. 
So it's a really interesting, it's a really interesting sort of aspect. And my name is Brown. So I said to her, "What is Michael? What does that mean?" And she's like, "It's Brown." I feel like it'd be like beige and boring. (laughs) Is it just her that thinks that, or is it like the anyone with cynicism? Here's the other. It's not cynicism. (laughs) She's not cynical. (laughs) In university, uh, there was a woman who had synesthesia in one of our classes, and she too thought my name was Brown. Oh. So maybe, maybe the linking is across more minds, but we're going to check. So in, a, in like a week or two, we're going to check back. I'm going to say the same numbers, and if you give me the same colours, then you too have synesthesia. It's amazing. Jeez. I'm good, I'm good, I'm pretty good. Here 96.1820, Hilltop Hoods, I'm good. All the proceeds from that single going to the crews and the roadies of live music. Because we can't have live music in the moment. Well, we can now, can't we? I don't know, can we? We can, if we can have nightclubs and we can have pubs reopen and we can have people at stadiums. Surely we can have live music now. Shouldn't we know? But we don't. <laughs> I don't I don't think it's been addressed yet. Oh. That's all I'm saying. What's up? Oh, it's, it's threw me off a little bit. Oh, gosh, I want to know uh, what people are still using of their exes. Not gifts they were given. Yes. And of kind of like, some, some relationships will be like, oh, I gave you that. That's okay. That's a gift. Even though we broke up or we're not talking, you, you still get to keep that. Others are like, hey... I gave you that pen 10 years ago. I want it back. There's, there's a lot of that, but that's each theory. What are you still like currently using from an ex? And a lot of, I've noticed, I was talking to people on the weekend, I've noticed that it's like a collection of things. Okay. So, like, I don't know if anyone out there is using a Netflix or a Stan and owns both of them. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's a good point. There's at least one person yeah. or one streaming service you are kind of still using from an ex, or there's something you've got which you're still using from uh, a family member or something. Mm. I don't think there's anyone out there that owns all their streaming services because even you don't pay for all of yours. No, do you? I only play, pay for Disney Plus. I, That's all I pay for. I go to the extent where my ex, couple of exes ago, mm. uses her. I still use her stand every now <laughs> and then, right? And but to the point where, obviously, I don't just do normal Mitchell Tinley stuff where you think like, oh, he like maybe I watch it and I feel a bit guilty. No, no, I hide the fact that I still have it because I don't want them to find out that I still have their details. Of course, you're a so mooch. You, yep. So you know when you go on like a, a stand or a Netflix and yeah. there's maybe like five or so little window panels that will say like can it says it's like continue watching and then it gives you like five options of the things you were most recently watching yeah when i use this ex's stand i'll watch what i want to watch but i will note down the five things <laughs> she was watching beforehand this is too elaborate <laughs> so then when after, after i've done watching my thing I then click on those five things in reverse order so that when the ex goes back to watch her stuff, she doesn't notice because I've pushed mine to the back. 
This is diabolical. <laughs> this is next level <laughs> thievery. There's nothing wrong with that, is it? Why are you still using your ex's stand? Because I don't want to pay for it. And I and I'm the dumb one. <laughs> Change your passwords, people. That's the that's the lesson here. When you break up with someone, like changing the locks to the house, change the passwords, and keep Mitchell Tiddley off of your streaming services. But if you're still using one, come on, fess up. Thirteen, twelve, sixteen, and are you as diabolical as Mitchell Tiddley? And you plan to make sure no one catches you? Well, if anything, I don't want her to see it and then think of me and be like, "Oh, I miss oh. that guy." Yeah, I'm sure she does. <laughs> It's Michael 96.1. 96.1, it's 8.43, Mitchell and Michael. And last week on Friday, we caught up with Hamish and George, who were doing the Great Blue Walk, walking from Victoria Square to Mount Gambier to the Blue Lake, and they're raising money for mental health for Beyond Blue, the Aboriginal Youth Action Committee. And when we last spoke to them, they were just leaving Kingston, Mitch. Yeah. And we're catching up with them again this morning. G'day, boys. Whereabouts are you? We're on the side of the road, uh, about 8Ks from Mount Gambier, I believe. Oh. So how long is that going to be? Hour and a bit? Uh, about hour and 30, hopefully, hour and oh. 20 minutes. You're yeah. tracking very nicely because I, I believe that you were originally planning on making it into the mount around midday, so you've made excellent time. Yeah, yeah, well, um, so about two days ago, we did an 18 and a half hour push where we walked 18, hours, 18 and a half hours nonstop. Whoa. Uh, so yeah, so that was a big day. How's your, How's the weekend been? Yeah, good. Uh, cold, <laughs> um, you know, cold and but good. Cold, but yeah, very good. <laughs> yeah, uh, the weekend's been good. It was good after having that eighteen and a half hour push because the next day we only had what like three and a half hours, and then we could chill out of the haunted house in Millicent. There's like this oh. pub that's um, said yeah. to be the second most haunted uh, pub in Australia. Oh, I was just wondering, did you have any beers? Did we? No, we didn't have any good. beers because we were keeping it light because we were walking. Very good. But at course. the end of this, there's, there's definitely a few cases coming our way. <laughs> at, the, at the G tonight, we're going to be smashing a few, that's for sure. <laughs> Trick uh, responsibility, yeah, of course. Just, of course. How, have you, how have you kept yourselves entertained? Are you just having a good old yarn with each other or what do you like to uh, do? Like sometimes if I'm really bored, I'll just start, like, you know, annoying Hamish and like, you know, talk a bit of smack to him and he gets really annoyed at me. It's kind of funny for a bit. And then we kind of have to restore each other's friendships again. It's, <laughs> it's been a bit of that as well. But no, honestly, it's pretty beautiful out here. So it's a lot of, like right now there's a bunch of cows just jumping, running around. And yeah, Another thing that has entertained us is that every time we get near cattle or sheep, they just run. They just, we're not oh. even doing anything. They just run for hundreds of oh. meters, sometimes kilometers. One time, there was a pack of bulls and they literally were so freaked out. They ran for about 2Ks and then smashed through a fence. And then there's these horses that get on their hind legs and they're like, and they start galloping around and we're like, what is happening in front of us? Mate, have you, have you cracked into the cases already? <laughs> <laughs> we know you've been walking a long time. You are delirious as anything. Uh, mate, no, awesome. Uh, we're really, really proud of you guys. Can't wait to see you here. I like that I'm imagining it like Rocky. Like all the farm animals are running with you and now Gamby's with you and we can't wait to see you here. Yo. Thank you so much. Good and, stuff, um, Yeah, if any of the people listening want to donate... Uh, just head to the Adelaide set on Instagram or Facebook or head to our GoFundMe, A Great Blue Walk.
Thanks, Hamish and George. Best of luck. Cheers. Get up with Mitchell and Michael. On Hit 96.1.